Hey, 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 everybody. Today we are talking about the fifth and final episode in our optimizing series today. We're talking about optimizing your time. Such an important skill to learn how to do, especially if you want to grow a business that is successful and efficient and functioning like a well-oiled machine. So that's what we're talking about today, optimizing your time. Stick around. You're listening to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. Welcome to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. And now your host, Melissa Jakubovic. So before we get into it, I just wanted to remind you that this is the fifth episode in our optimizing series. So I highly recommend if you haven't heard numbers one through four, go back and listen to those podcast episodes. I believe that optimizing our life and our business and every area really does lift us up higher. It helps us up level. And when we are trying to manifest things and attract things that bring us what we truly desire, it does require a change in our behavior. We do need to work harder on being a better person, but the work doesn't have to be hard. It can come naturally. Sometimes it can come easily. Sometimes it does require more work. So learning how to optimize all these areas of our life can really be a beautiful clearing of what we are truly meant to do and who we are truly meant to become and for us to take that intentional action towards what we are reaching for. That's why I brought this series for you today and after you've completed this one, Optimizing Your Time, as long as you've listened to the ones before, you are going to up-level and we are going to make this last quarter of the year totally empowering and really, really count and matter and have purpose. And that's why I wanted to bring this to you today. So let's talk about the definition of optimizing. The definition of optimizing, it's an act, process, or methodology of making something, such as a design, a system, or a decision, as fully perfect, functional, or effective as possible. It's actually trying to be as perfect as we possibly can, but not in the sense that we have to live up to a big thing, but in the sense of we can always improve and make one step further and better and stronger and whatever we need to reach that next level. But at the same time, understanding that all of these possibilities are open to us, let's make a plan to at least adopt a few new things. Maybe we don't need to do every single thing because it's too much pressure or you don't have enough time or you're just not ready or you don't don't see the point. But if we can just pick one or two things that we say we're going to start now and we're going to do those things, we are making headway. And that is the point. And if you can do more, great. And if you can't, that's okay too. So let's talk about the first thing in optimizing your time and that is planning. Planning is the first step in pretty much everything that I do, even as much as leaving the house to go out to eat with my family. It requires planning on my part. And a lot of that has to do with me being a mother, I think, knowing like, oh, I need to take this and I need to do this and this kid's going to end up doing this thing, so I need to prepare for this thing and I need to bring a jacket because I'm going to be cold and I need to grab my mask and my sunglasses and it's just planning and how long are we going to be gone and what time is bedtime? You know, everything is planning. When it comes to my business, it's the same exact thing. When I know the plan in advance, I can then just show up and do the thing. So there's no pressure. 
It's like having a timeline already spelt out for you and then you just do what the timeline says. So having a checklist, what is it that you need to do during your your chunks of time? That's important. We will talk more about chunks of time in a minute. Planning your day in advance. I have a notebook. I carry it with me in my purse. It's, I got a pen there. I just write out like, okay, what do I have to do by this day? And I just write, okay, what do I have to do by this time or this day? And then I number them and then I pick, you know, decide which one I'm going to cross off and which one goes where and how I'm going to fit in my day. I'm planning my day. Why? So I can show up to my day and be like, let's go. I'm planned out and I'm ready to go. I'm going to do whatever this said. Whatever my past self respectfully sat down and decided was going to devote attention to this, I now want to honor that person, that past self. And I want to say thank you for taking the initiative to put this all together so I can just roll into the place and do the thing. And that's really how I see it. So having a system, planning out your day in advance, whether it's the night before, whether it's first thing in the morning, whatever it is. Also, identifying your top priorities. Once you've made that list, you've planned out your day, what are those top priorities? Those are the things that you're going to put in first. So you want to get a strong calendar system in place so that you can say, all right, at this time, I'm going to do this priority. It's going to take this long. And in the next one, okay, for example, from 9 to 10, I'm going to do this major project. I'm going to write my webinar emails and it's going to take one hour. And then from 10.15 to 11.30, I'm going to review some emails or I'm going to fix a webinar or I'm going to create content or I'm going to call a client or whatever it is and you say it's going to take this amount of time and I'm putting it there and so you're planning your day and then you take those things maybe if you've done it on a piece of paper and you put it into your calendar on your digital whatever your smartphone your google calendar whatever it is I like to have a digital calendar so that when people book calls with me they cannot book in when I am booked Having it in my notebook, which is where I also like to have it, is so I could just glance through it quickly. I can cross things out. I can draw things. I love to doodle. I'm a doodler. I am a doodler. (laughs) So I admit to that. I like just having the pen and paper, crossing things off. But I plan and then I plug it in. I feel like the paper is the planning and the digital calendar is the plugging it in. And once it's plugged in, it's it's there. It's happening, right? And then... I structure my day around me. When am I at my peak? When do I feel like I can give the best and the most energy for what that task entails? For example, I'm a night owl. I love to start work at 10 p.m. and sometimes I go till 2 in the morning. That's where I create all the great stuff. In fact, this podcast episode is being recorded at 1 a.m., Why? Because this is when I'm at my peak. Now, any of you who are not night owls might think I'm insane. That's your peak, one in the morning, and you haven't slept yet? Are you crazy? My peak is at 5 a.m. before the kids get up, and I wake up and I get all my stuff done and start my day. Great. I know so many people who do that, but if you ask me to do that, I'll tell you what will happen. I wake up at 5 a.m., I'm tired. I don't want to look at my computer screen that early in the morning. 
I don't want to record podcasts and speak, you know, in my morning voice before I've really woken up. I just don't want to sit at my computer. I feel like I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) The people on my team who edit my podcast will have way more edits that they'd have to do. And I'm just not at my peak in the morning. So I structure my day around when I'm at my peak performance. And for me, that's at night. For you, that might be at lunchtime. For someone else, that might be weekends only. For someone else, that might be early in the morning. So just decide what works best for you and structure your day around that. The things where you need the best energy, the most energy, you really, really, really need to show up. Schedule those in hours where you feel good about showing up and you are like brain is on, energy is on, focus is there. Okay, so that's the category of planning when it comes to optimizing your time. Now we're going to move into tracking. Luck doesn't exist. What you believe about your business is what you will attract. How you feel about receiving money through your services is going to directly influence your sales. Join me for my new program, Client Abundance, where I will teach you how to attract an abundance of new clients. We will be using energy and alignment, as well as practical marketing strategy to get you what you want. Abundantstrategy.com slash clients. Now, I'm really big on tracking, and I do talk about this a lot, but maybe not enough. And maybe we should make a note of that, Melissa Marketing and team. And let's do a few more podcast episodes about tracking, because I believe in order to be successful, you have to know what's going on. So the way you know what's going on is by tracking what's going on as it's going on. And then when you need to look back and say, hey, what's going on, you can actually see a progression and have a very deep understanding of what is going on. So when it comes to to optimizing my time, I use a tracking system. I use a software to track my time and I love Clockify. It is awesome, it is free, and you literally click a button and say what you are working on and the timer goes and you start working. And when you are done working, you click that button again and it clocks it in. And it says you worked this long on this project. If that means you're going to do sales calls all day long, you clock in the button and you say sales calls and you let it go. When your sales calls are done, you click the button and you could look back at the end of the month and say, I spent 20 hours on sales calls. And you can make decisions based on that information. Or you could talk about Or you could track time for how long it takes you to write emails. And then you could say, over the last month, I spent 15 hours writing emails. And you could make educated decisions about that. So I love to track my time. I highly recommend you do it. It is just adding one little tiny step into the process of what you're doing anyway. And honestly, It gives me a little bit of that guilt when I want to step away. So the next thing I want to say about tracking is one task at a time. We are not multitasking. When it comes to optimizing your time, you really need to be focused on one activity. You cannot be recording your podcast and then you get a ding on your phone so you go check your email and then the email says, oh my gosh, I just sent you this thing in Facebook and you click it and then you go to Facebook and there's this cute video which is America's Got Talent and so you watch it and then they suggest another video that you can't resist and then you're in another video and then you watch in that video something about emails and you're like, oh my gosh, I was just writing an email and recording my podcast or whatever it is. 
and you've gone through this whole cycle, we cannot multitask. Nothing gets done. Even though we think multitasking gets a lot done, I am the queen of being able to multitask. I can tell you right now, I can run a business, be a single mom, schedule a major event, a life milestone event, and do a million other things and multitask. But I can also tell you that I can sit down, I can track my time, I can optimize my time, I can be efficient, I can get things done. When I work, I jam pack it with lots of stuff. I move my business forward very quickly because I am constantly in focus mode, which is the next topic. But back to tracking where I told you that there's that little guilt factor. The thing is, if I know that I am clockifying an activity, for example, I'm checking emails right now, and then I click that button and it's tracking me for checking emails, and then I scroll through Facebook, I feel like I'm lying to my system. You know, like if you think about when you used to have like a service job, like my first job was at McDonald's and they're like clock in and you do your thing like clock out. And when you clock in, you need to be working. You don't clock in and then, you know, scroll Facebook because you're on the clock because they're paying you to do the thing that they're paying you to do, which is not scrolling Facebook. If you can adapt that energy to yourself, like if your future self can be your boss at McDonald's and your present self can be the employee and you're clocking into your future self, you clock into your future self doing that activity, checking emails, and now you can't scroll Facebook because you are telling your future self that I am clocking in for emails. I hope that makes sense. I think that way. That's the way I think. And I love using Clockify and it keeps me from multitasking because I'm only going to do the task that I clocked in. All right. And that brings me to the third category, which is focus. Focus is crucial in optimizing your time because if you give yourself a lot of time, let's say four hours of time, and you have no focus, you're not going to get a lot of stuff done. If there are two people and they each have four hours blocked out to do work, to move their business forward, and they each have 15 tasks to complete in those four hours, and person number one doesn't use a tracking system, doesn't plan out what they're going to do, doesn't plug things into the calendar, loves to multitask, all of these things, do you think they're going to get all 15 of their tasks done? Now, if you relate to this person, I really want you to take heed of what I'm going to go through in a minute about focus. Now, person two gets all their tasks done. And you know why they get their tasks done? Because they are focused. This is the key, focus. And if you struggle with focus, and I know a lot of us do, it's something you can practice. It's something you can get better at. It's something you can implement. So if you remember at the beginning of this episode, I said don't overwhelm yourself and give yourself lots of pressure. Pick one or two things that you can admit to yourself you could do better and you truly want to. So from focus, delegation. You can't focus on everything going on in your business and stay on top of it and run smoothly and not be stressed out and feel that freedom and abundance that I believe you deserve. You simply can't. You cannot run a successful growing and scaling business as a one-woman show. 
you have to delegate. And when you can delegate things out to other people, you now have more focus, more time and energy to devote to focusing, to the practice of focus. Because now you're not worried about 15 different things. You're worried about one or two or maybe three. So delegation is part of focus. Another thing is getting a really good night's sleep the night before. Now, I will say that sleep is very important. I believe that sleep is very important. I do have a weird sleep schedule. I love sleep. So I sleep about six to eight hours a night. Sometimes I only go to bed at midnight. Usually I go to bed around two in the morning. I'm still sleeping six to eight hours a night. And then on Saturdays, I'm sleeping like on and off all day. So getting a good night's sleep is going to allow you to have the concentration and the mind power to stay focused. If you don't get a good night's sleep, it's very hard to stay focused. It's hard to turn your brain on and go, here we are, we're going to do this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's very hard to do that. So even if it's just for short spurts of time, if you don't get a good night's sleep, that focus won't be there with you the next day and then you'll get frustrated at yourself. Why am I not capable of doing this? Why can't I focus? Why can't I finish this thing? Why does this never end? It could just be because you're not getting good night's sleep. So get a good night's sleep. Another thing about focus is meditation. Meditation is a time for you to shut everything else off and go inside and be inside your mind and in your space and inside your spirituality path and journey and your connection to a higher person, self, other beings, energy, source, whatever it is. That's your time to shut everything off and recalibrate. And not only does that help you practice being focused because the only way to get really deep and, and really understand that healing energy in meditation comes from the ability to be able to focus. So it's a great practice. If you can focus through meditation, you're going to bring that focus forward with you into work. And another thing about focus, and this one I think is a little bit more obvious, turn off all your distractions, shut off the chats on your Facebook page, turn your phone upside down, shut down all the tabs you're not using, close the door and tell everyone to get out of there. They don't need to be running in and asking you questions for the next 30 minutes or an hour. Just turn off all the distractions. Walk your dog before you start to work. Get the food or the drink that you want to have nearby. Because when you shut off all the distractions, it's just like if you're trying to lose weight and you take all the junk food out of the house. You now don't have that as a temptation or as a thought in your mind, as your go-to. Oh, I heard a ding. Let me just check who it was. Nope. So turn off the distractions and that's going to help you focus more. Okay, and the last category I have for optimizing your time is called taking a chunk out. And what I mean by that is taking a chunk of time out for you. So in between scheduling these things that we talked about, in between each one, I want you to take regular breaks. Breaks in between each one. You are not going to schedule yourself from 9 to 10 and 10 to 11 and 11 to 12 and 12 to 1. You need to take 10 to 15 minute breaks in between each one of these activities. You deserve it. Stand up, walk around, stretch, go outside, see the sunshine, eat something, pee. You have to take breaks. So that's part of taking a chunk out. Another part of taking a chunk out is showing up for yourself, holding yourself accountable. So if you have a meeting with a friend or a meeting with a client, then you want to book them in on your calendar 
and you know you're going to do nothing else but serve your client at that time. So what I want you to do is take a chunk out of time for you to work on things that you need to get done and you schedule it on your calendar like it's an appointment with one of your clients and you show up for it. So add a two-hour meeting or a three-hour meeting on your calendar. Now nobody else can book in. They have to book in around that and that time you devoted to yourself, to moving your business forward, to doing whatever it is you need to do. And the last thing about taking a chunk out is I personally don't schedule any meetings on a Monday. So I know a lot of people are like, oh, back to work, it's a Monday, got to get caught up, you know, we got to make all those phone calls. I like to ease into work. I like to catch up on things, check in with my team, come very creatively. This is a day that I create a lot of stuff. I create a lot of stuff on Mondays. I don't take any calls. I don't have any meetings because that's my day to get situated into work and then I take calls the rest of the week. So think of a day where you don't take calls. I like it at the first day of the week because I like to just ease in from the weekend, you know. But, you know, when I went to high school, every Wednesday was a half day of high school. And the second half of high school, you could go have teacher meetings, you could go to a study session, you could do some clubs. It was just a catch-up day. So if you feel like you need a catch-up day in the middle of the week, maybe you don't take calls on Wednesday. But pick a day where it's just you get to hang out with you. It's so important. All right. I hope you found this helpful. And I hope you believe that optimizing your time is worthwhile because I truly believe that it is. And I hope that this whole entire optimizing series was helpful. I'd love to know what you thought about it. So communicate with us and give us your thoughts and let us know if you would like to have more series types of podcasts where we cover a big topic in lots of little chunks. All right, I hope this helps and I'll talk to you soon. How you feel about receiving money through your services is going to directly influence your sales. Join me for my new program, Client Abundance. It's all about expanding your business by energetically and strategically getting more clients. Guided by energy and alignment, as well as practical strategy behind putting what you need in place to attract abundance, Client Abundance is a live program delivered over four weeks for coaches and healers. We start next week. Get yourself registered at AbundantStrategy.com slash clients. See you there. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast at www.marketingtipswithmeliss.com. Hey, coaches and healers, it's time to feel supported in your business. Head on over to our free community to get access to my best resources for free. I'm talking marketing tips, business strategy, feedback, and so much more. Join now at MagneticMarketingMastermind.com. See you there.